Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh my God, Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. <laughs> that sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real dill. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm-hmm, your cocktail. Mm-hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready, to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Full coverage. I'm Manny MUA. And I am Laura Lee. And we're just a bunch of fools <laughs> coverage. It was too much. It was too much. <laughs> the octaves were way too high for yeah. you. And I my ear is about blown out. I am so sorry for everybody watching and listening with headphones. <laughs> yes. I would like to formally apologize to you. Formulally. Formulally. Yeah, huh? Formulally. Formulation. Formula. Whoa. I lost my chat with <laughs> Okay, wait, no, okay. So can we just talk about the fact that this is our first episode that we're actually filming? Since our first episode, what? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, no, it's like this is our first episode. Like we, the first three were pre-uploaded, mm-hmm. so now we actually get to see the feedback. This is our first episode where we get to talk about the feedback because we yes. had pre-filmed so much before we released the podcast because mm-hmm. we wanted you guys to be able to have consistent rolled out podcast yeah. episodes. Yeah. So now we're back in the studio and 
we're going to talk about these goddamn tablecloths. <laughs> <laughs> Not the cloth. Oh, Not the cloth. We're talking about it. We have been drug mm. harder. Mm. My top guys, <laughs> if you see the tops of my bra, it's not let me. Let her have it. Let her have it. Just let me have it. Let her have don't it. Don't comment about that either. Actually, <laughs> do. I don't care. The tablecloths. You guys, if you, you are watching on YouTube, we did something awful. If you're watching on YouTube, if you're watching on YouTube, we have these tablecloths here, and the amount of comments we get about the tablecloths, <laughs> how we don't iron the tablecloths. <laughs> this isn't our studio, you guys. <laughs> we are filming here, but this is our studio. We're actually working on it currently, though. So we will say that like we're actually currently working on the setup right now. Like Laura bought a bunch of stuff last night. And I'm I'm not paying her back for it. He is, or I will (laughs) sue him. I will sue him. And we'll make an episode about it. I'll be selling Laura. (laughs) Yes. We're both building out a podcast studio, guys. Mm -hmm. This is so kindly. Our studio lets us use this space to get our podcast. And we are so grateful. We're grateful for these tablecloths. We're grateful for these flat screens. Someone Mm -hmm. said, y'all can afford three flat screens, but not a good (laughs) tablecloth. (laughs) I'm like, they're not even our flat screens. I'm like, these are not ours, but thank you. Oh, my God. We understand Uh, you're heated. We understand your concern. Passionate. Intense. About the tablecloths, but things are changing. Give us yes. time. We're, we're working on it right now. This we're, is episode we four. We hear you. We see you. It's so crazy, like, the fact that this is episode four. Like, we just, I feel like we just started the podcast journey. We're already on episode four. I agree. Like, that's wild to me. Shocking. And, like, we've actually been able to see episode one, two, and three and, like, see the feedback from it. And people seem to really be liking it. Yes, we've gotten a ton. Also, from other influencers, like, every time we I hang know. out or we see someone, they're like, wow, I really, like, people are never like, wow, I watched your YouTube video. Oh, never. Your, your Instagram picture was so cool. But people are literally like, wait, let's talk about coverage which is kind of cool because it's like it's a whole different thing it it's is. like it's such a different vibe like doing the podcast is such a different vibe for me and it's a different vibe for laura i saw so many comments that were like i love seeing laura curse and i'm like i know this is like how laura is like this is like the cool thing about it is like we're just like this but our channels are a little bit more proper reserved, reserved more proper. good brand deals you know <laughs> you gotta be more brand friendly and aware but if you guys did hang out with me, that you're you, that's what you would experience a lot of f bombs. A lot of f bombs. Yeah. A lot of f bombs. I've always cussed a lot. I know, but it's just funny that like because people are so surprised because they don't hear you curse yeah, normally. Yeah, shook. They're like, shook. why does she just say fuck? And you I'm know like, what's because crazy? she always My says niece, that. My niece Erin, she doesn't cuss in front of me. Oh. Uh. And it bothers me because she cusses with her friends, and I've seen her like on her like Finsta account like uh-huh. saying cuss words in her <laughs> caption. I'm like, don't. <laughs> but but I'm like, why won't you cuss why in front she, of me? That's so weird that she doesn't cuss in I front know. of you. I know. And you know I'm a cusser, so. I, I know. know. You're I know. a freaking. You're your own crackhead. I'm a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I I can't I, I can't but we're we, we just want to say we're appreciative of all the feedback because yes. we're looking through the comments and we're looking through the reviews like we want it to be like the most dope ass podcast that we can possibly make it and just give us a little time and we'll get there but based off your feedback it's very helpful you guys today's main topic Ooh. I'm a little gooped I'm a little gagged because it's gonna be basically about family vloggers and are they exploiting their kids period Period. You said it. That's what it is. Period. That's what our topic is today. We're going to be deep diving into that. A couple different scenarios that have come up recently. Mm-hmm, we're going to mm-hmm. be talking about that. And we're going to talk about a little bit what goes behind the scenes of actually creating vlogs and stuff. And yeah. like why we think it could be exploiting a little bit. I mean, I spoiler alert, I think it's exploited for sure. That, yeah. But we're going to explain a little bit more like what we think about it. So it's definitely more of a serious topic. But I think it's mm-hmm. a topic that definitely needs to be discussed. Especially because we are influencers and we are in the space. And... 
you know, we see I feel so like much. We know more yeah. because we actually, I have a full vlog channel. Like, we mm-hmm. know what it's like to film these types of videos and make these thumbnails and do all these things because we do them and we've been doing them for the past eight years. So, like, I think it could be good to talk about from our perspective. Apps. I mean, that's what this whole podcast is about. Is just our perspective. It's it's just fun, us sitting down, shooting the shit, but also like being able to tackle on big topics that we feel like actually do deserve to be discussed. I feel like today is a big topic. I do too, and mm-hmm. I think it's really important to talk about. And I think that there should definitely be some change happening in the family space, space specifically. Okay, but before we jump into that, let's talk about, we got some feedback, and you guys want to hear more about us. Mm, so mm, we're mm. down. Manny, let's hear about a date you went on last <laughs> night. <laughs> okay, guys, so I've actually went on, okay, in the last, like, I will say in the last, like, six weeks, I've been on, like, three dates. And Manny has quit dating for a while now, so this is kind of a lot. This is a big deal. Three mm-hmm. dates for me in, like, six weeks is, like, actually a shock to our yeah. systems here. Yeah. Um, But I went on a date last night as well, mm-hmm. and it was with the same guy I went on a date with on Friday, mm. or on Thursday. So we had date number two, and which it was really rare, good. Which is kind of rare. For me, you guys, I'm very, like, after the first date, I'm like... No, the mm. situations you've described to me, there's no way in hell they would be getting a second date from me either. So, like, I'm not going to even say you're picky or, like, a, like a prude. <laughs> but you know right away. Like, like I know right away. people are crazy. Yeah, but see, for me, like, I know right away if I'm going to go on a second date. Like, almost in, like, halfway red, through. there's, like, 18 red flags. Exactly. I mean, honestly, you guys, I went on a date recently that was like pretty rough let's talk about the rough one which one there's two i know but the, oh, there was oh, the, the rougher one day. i want to talk about that one yes yeah, so we went out to eat and he had dm'd me on instagram and usually i'm very like aware of like dms i'm like you know who i am like i i you know i for me i always play into this like i work in marketing on google you like to find someone I anywhere than online then mm-hmm. then then on social media I, should say. I don't like them to know what i do exactly. I, I get freaked out that they're gonna like use me in some weird way i don't know it freak, also, freaks me out it's like in the gay world, like you wear makeup for your job, but like you do not wear not for a living, not for a living. You, yeah, you don't. You're not going to be going out to dinner and stuff wearing makeup. So no. it's so like I'm that person kind of they get the wrong impression of you. Yes, because they just follow you online. Mm-hmm. And it's because it, it's almost like this is what I do for. I mean, I guess it technically it is what I do for a living, but it's not like the life I live every day. It's not like it's just like I'm a really really casual guy, but I obviously turn it on and I'm glam and stuff like that. Like I do all that too. But I don't like them to have that impression of me. I want them to get to know me as Manny, not Manny MUA. Exactly. You know? So we went on a date. <clears throat> and when he would, when we were, like, talking, he would send these, like, massive paragraph text messages. Me. He just, like, scrolled through. I just scrolled. It was shocking how much he would type to Manny. And Manny would hit him with a bell at Haha, once. That's so crazy. And another paragraph would come through. Six. Sh- six. Like six paragraphs. So Shocking. I was like, I should have known like this was gonna be like an awkward situation. So we go to dinner and like I've never met anyone that talked more than he did in my entire life in the way of like on a date. Like I didn't even know someone could talk that much physically. Did you assume due to the text that the date was gonna go somewhat like this? I didn't. I just thought <laughs> like, oh, maybe he's just like a really like long texter. Yeah. It's fine. Like maybe he just texts a long time. This was like a whole different situation. Like it was talking I'm talking to the point where I told Laura that we both ordered the same thing. I had finished my entire meal, and he had taken one bite of his. I feel like in, if I were one. in your situation, I would literally start to have a really bad anxiety attack. I was. Because I would feel like I'm about to be trapped there all night because this dude ain't eating. He's not eating. So how am I getting out of this? So then what happened was, like, what really weirded me out, like, this is the part like that kind of freaked me out, was when he's, like, he stops talking, like, mid-sense, and he's like, okay, so what I tell my friends is that I will be eating because I don't like to talk and eat at the same time so I need you to talk now the whole time and I'm just gonna eat and like 
I won't say anything while you talk. So this bothers me a lot because I feel like this is a controlling thing. And I would be like, sweetheart, you're not going to tell me when, to when I'm going to be talking and when you're going to be talking. We can talk back and forth organically or I don't need to be here. Exactly. Because I feel like that was his way of kind of controlling you. And maybe he doesn't even see it that way. It like probably, He probably, probably doesn't. doesn't. But that is controlling. But it is like a definite weird control, like needing to be like in this like. Thing. And it was so weird because I almost like felt like I put, got put on the spot. Like I have to tell a story <gasps> so that like, he can eat his food while I'm talking. Oh. And so it was just like a really that. So it was just like those, those kind of awkward instances just kept happening and kept happening. And finally, I was like, okay, like let's go. Like we literally like the last people in the restaurant. I'm like, I'm trying to leave. And so we were outside, and like he kept bringing up more stories. And so I ended up standing outside by my car for like 40 minutes. Oh. Because he kept talking, and I didn't like want to be rude, and I want to be like, okay, you gotta go by. Like yeah. I wanted to, but I just don't. I don't want to be rude like on a date. Is like, this person lonely? Does it have someone to talk to? Correct. Okay, I, got it. I, I mean, I mean, I think I don't. I don't know. I don't know their life it was our first date. But I could only imagine. Yeah. But it was it was rough. So that was like one of our my rougher experiences, and this is like okay, in the past couple weeks. Okay. What about this new date? It was good. Oh. Because so, so I, like I've been like three different guys, right? So one guy was like that one. It was just rough. The mm-hmm. second one, not as terrible, but definitely not good. Yeah. And this one was like good. Like rating wise, it's rated. You're getting there. We have like the first one was like a three out of ten. Girl, bad. The next one was like five out of ten. Okay, not as bad. This was like I would say like an eight or a nine. Ooh, oh my so that's god, like kind this was really good. Is so, he cute? I think he's really cute. Oh, can I ask where you met this person? So the gag is, Here I don't want to like call it out like crazy or anything like that, but I commented on his TikTok. <gasps> what? And he DM'd me on Instagram and was like, "You just like commented on my TikTok," and I was like, "Yeah, like I like I think that's really dope." Like that, like the story they had said. And then we just started talking, and that's kind of like how it happened, oh which was like God. kind of wild. I'm like, how dude, like what? Kinda, it was like almost like kinda. it just felt like real. Yeah, very like it felt real. really real. So we've been on two dates already, and it's like gone really well. And I don't want to like say too much, obviously, because I don't like to like, I don't know. I'm like this type of weird person where I like don't like to say too much about something. Yeah, because then I get like like my hopes up in like this weird way, and like I'll build it up, and like if I it builds it up talk more, too much, the more you talk yes. about it, the more it builds. If it up. If I talk about it too much, like I get built up, and then something bad happens. It's like having to explain to your friends like. Yeah, it didn't work. Because they're going to ask. Because they're going to ask. Well, I quit asking. I know. Laura's really great about it because she used to be the type of person that would paint and pick a fence for me after date one. I would literally be planning the wedding. She literally, after date one, I was planning awful. the wedding. But, like, it's because you're happy for me and you're I excited. I know. I get really excited. But, so, I'm, it's, so it's good. So I'm just going to kind of keep it yeah. good, keep it going. I don't want to put any pressure on it. I feel like pressure in dating is, like, the worst thing. So I just want to be, like, very just pressure free. That makes me really happy. Thanks. Um, Tell me about your week. What did I do this week? What didn't you do? Oh my God. See, that's very me. Yeah, I know. By the way, guys, I'm a workaholic. Mm -hmm. Manny's used to that. I've been a workaholic since the day you met me. Absolutely. Nothing has changed. Um, I went to Joshua Tree. At the end of last week. Uh-huh. Wait, and it's Monday. It? Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was that this week? It was really good. We had a great time. I love being in the desert. It's so mm-hmm. peaceful. Plus, I love heat. <laughs> it's a sickness. It is a sickness. Guys, it's a sickness. I Laura love warmth. I love heat. Mm-hmm. I love warm air, and you get a lot of that in the desert. She likes hot air. I like hot air. That's when you know she's unwell. It feels like a hug from the earth. Mm, okay. Mm. Okay. Mother nature. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I worked all weekend, and then Sunday I spent it redoing my office at mm. Larley, Los Angeles. I finished that this morning. Oh, my God, already? Got, yeah, I finished in it. In one day? Well, technically, well, kind of, because I worked all day Sunday, and yeah. then a half day today on it to add the finishing touches, and it's done. And you're obsessed. 
I'm gonna I'll show it to you. I, I have a video me. of it, but mm -hmm. that video is coming out on my channel. You guys will see that. And then um, I got ready and came here. But also, we launched brushes with Laura Lee Los yes. Angeles. Yes. That sold out, mind they you. They sold out, oh. guys. They're so gorgeous. Thank you. I'm obsessed with them. Seriously. They're coming back in January. And we don't have all mm. the brushes, but we do have a couple of them in individual stock. Yeah, yeah. But. Um, I, there are slim pickings on the website, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, they're coming back in January. That's a really long time away, so I'll remind you guys in January. But yeah. tell me what's happening with Lunar. <gasps> we have a launch coming at the end of this what month. What are you launching? I'm not going to say. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just trying to get good content for the podcast. I know, I know. No, but honestly, you guys, so I, what I will say, like, pod exclusive, I guess, is that, like, obviously I came out with Moonspell a few years ago. Mm. This is in that mm. realm. It's in that I'll realm. I'll tell you guys what it is. Don't you dare. <laughs> it's in that realm. So it's definitely going to be along the like lines of it being more of like an October, Halloween-y type so launch. So you have a launch coming in October, you say? At the end of this month or early October. <gasps> it's one of those. Right like, depending the on the, It's right, right around, around the, corner. the corner. It's literally like weeks away. We love so it. Super, so guys, super be on the lookout for that. Lookout, Lunarbeauty.com. I repeat, Lunarbeauty.com. LauraLeeSanchez.com. LauraLeeSanchez.com. Dot com. Dot com. All right, well, guys, <laughs> we're going to take a break there. Yes. <laughs> I was easy. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh, my God. Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret find this soon? Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously, mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, in mm -hmm, your cocktail. Mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home. And then there's a version of it where you have someone help you. You watch them do it the right way. And you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings. 
but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Okay, guys, and we are back. And the rats are free. No, i just kidding. Back in the rats are filled. Hey. Okay, guys, by the way, we're also going to be doing, of course, the secret segment at the very end. We have our main segment, and then we have the secrets at the end, so don't forget to stay tuned. Tuned to that, because you're going to want to hear these secrets that I don't even know what they are I mean, are yet. y'all, like, the secrets, I can't. They get oh, out of control. Oh, I was thinking, like, we talked about this earlier. It's like, what if we had it where they could, like, people can send us our secret, like, the secrets audioly. Oh, yeah, we want you guys, so we're asking a lot from you guys. But we we're want, asking a lot. We want, like, if you want advice or a secret. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically you could tell us your secret and then we would pick you and you could send a voice note. Yeah. If you would like, yeah. If you want us to like do your voice on this. Yeah. Like we would literally play you to the microphone and be like, you can say your secret. And if you don't want to do a voice, that's totally fine. But I think it'd be kind of fun in a way to be like included in that way or asking for advice and it it would be your voice. It would still be anonymous. Absolutely. So it would just be your voice. So if you're comfortable, if some of you guys are comfortable with it, let us know. We'd love to, uh... Get your voice on camera. We always need oh, more backstory. Voice. That's why. We need, I more, feel backstory, like we need more backstory because then the we secrets. have to make assumptions and we don't and like doing that. Exactly. Or like with the situation with advice, we're like, well, is it like this is or it, like it, that? Uh-huh. We feel like we could get more information and dive a little yeah. deeper. Yeah. And a minute, a minute voice note? Come on. Come like, on. That's way, way, way more to get. Way you can more. get more out, you know? Exactly. But so. that's just like a little thing that we were thinking about doing. What do you guys think? Let us know if you guys want to include your Let voices. That'd be fun. Okay. Let's start off. All right, our main topic today. <gasps> so basically, the thing that prompted this episode was yes. Sam's page. She posted yes. here for the day. She had posted Jordan Cheyenne um, getting her son to make certain poses to look very sad for a thumbnail. I believe their dog died. The dog is like sick. The dog was sick. The yeah, dog did the dog not is die. sick. The dog was sick, not doing well. So they kind of talked about that. I assume in the vlog. I didn't watch the vlog. Same. And then it led to. I I guess she left the footage in the video. I think she forgot to edit it out. She forgot to edit out the footage of her getting her thumbnail, which was her asking her son to make poses of crying and being sad, and them being really sad, which did go on for quite a long time. But I'll say this, I kind of, I've never really, I've never met Jordan, Mm -hmm. but I have talked to her. No way. Years and years ago. Uh I feel like I remember like DMing with her a little Mm -hmm. bit because we were both coming up on YouTube. She's had her YouTube channel for a really long time and we were both, so we would like talk a little bit, but I haven't talked to her in probably like four or five years. So I don't really know what was going on in her world. Right. I didn't know that she had like, I guess a family channel. Yeah, like a vlogging family channel. It's a vlog channel. Um, So I was really interested to see this. <sighs> but the video, like honestly, when I first watched it, I saw it on Twitter. Okay. And then I had oh, saw okay. it on Sam's page too. That's and right, then you I was told like, me you saw it on Twitter. Uh, I felt like honestly like physically ill. Like yeah. it made me feel very uncomfortable because I had, not only did I feel bad for the kid, I had like secondhand embarrassment like at the same exact time because it was like, the part that broke me, this mm-hmm. is the part that made me sad. Like, cause like I, if the kid's acting, the mom's acting, like they're all acting and it's like a, a show, then like, okay. But the fact that the kid was like, 
I'm really crying. Like, I'm really upset. Like, when she's like, no, do this. And she's, yeah. like, coaching him to do this, like, sad thumbnail, this sad situation. She's like, no, like, come lean on me. Cry more. Have your mouth open. Like, these things. Yeah. He's like, mom, I'm sad. Like, I'm crying for reals. How old do you think her son is? I have no Just idea. Just for context. I have I don't no either. idea. But he looks like he's, like, 10. He does look young. Like, a very young kid. And so that's the part that really, really made me upset. I was like, dude, like. For you to like be coaching him when he's already upset is like what part that felt really weird to me. And honestly, if she had just like held the camera up and they were sad talking, right? It, screenshot it, baby. Screenshot it. Screenshot it. And it. and Quick. you know, okay, every YouTuber's done that. You know, looked a little sad or just like totally. did a screen grab that's like would be more appealing for clicks. But the thing that stood out for me is it did go on for a long. It was what, long. It felt like a really long time, like of the yeah. posing. And I even said to Manny watching, I said, "Girl, she, you got the shot. Why do you keep on? Like, why do you like? Why are you harboring for like this like weird like? You're trying to pull out this like eradicate weird, emotion. Yes, like she's trying to like pull out this emotion out of it, and it made me just feel so uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I felt so uncomfortable, and I just felt so sick. And like the gag is like when I'm watching that, like because she left it in on accident, obviously. Um, could you imagine like how many things like this happen, but like are edited out of family vlogging videos? Oh, wow, yeah. And that's like, kind of what prompted us to have this conversation because it's like, who is protecting these kids? Yeah. At the end of the day, like serious, genuinely, like obviously, like as a parent, you're gonna be protective of your kid, but like who is there advocating for, for the, the kids? kids? There's no one. And not, I don't not in the YouTube space. Not in the YouTube space. There's no, There's one, no one in the there. YouTube space. Now, in the traditional world, meaning movies, TV shows, that world, acting, singing, um, there is. Yes. There's like a whole, mm -hmm. like, there's different, there's very specific a rules. A lot of laws. A with lot of children laws. acting and things like that. Mm -hmm. About you can be only on set for a certain amount of time. You have to do like schooling in between. Like there's like mm -hmm. these very, very strict guidelines for kids in like traditional Hollywood world. But now that YouTube's coming up and like it's becoming its own thing in this social media world. When are the no things going to be? Yeah, when are the when are the guidelines going to start appearing for kids? Uh, my thing is, it's like I don't know. This it's a hard conversation because mm -hmm. the story developed a little further. Jordan's had this channel, I know, for at least as long as I've had mine because okay. I used to talk to her so long ago, like in the earlier stages of my channel. She had over half a million subscribers. She deleted her whole channel. Wow, like that's yeah. insane. Like I didn't. She did say, like, I guess, I don't know, was it an, a lot of hate um, that she got because of this? Like, a lot of people were upset by the video, mm -hmm. and so it caused her just to delete the channel entirely. It probably was that. I think that had a lot to do with the fact that, like, she was getting death threats and, like, those kind of crazy of things, which are take so, it so, they take far. it way too God, fucking far always. every fucking time. Every time. Like, obviously, the situation is horrible and it's gross like i the obviously felt uncomfortable but she doesn't need exactly like, this is like ludicrous like the kid is physically okay <laughs> literally so it's like people take it to this whole different level and it's like also horrible because it's like i i would feel like wanting to delete my channel too yeah. if i had a child on my channel that yeah. like that like like people can like find your address online yeah like it's scary to think that like these kids could be susceptible to things because they're living their life online with their family. It does seem to show that she would kind of do whatever she needed to do to protect her child since the situation came out. Like she went as far as to delete an entire the whole channel. channel. Not just the videos of him, the whole no, channel. the whole channel for years. So it does seem like as a mother, she would kind of do what she kid. needs to do to protect her child.
Yeah. So and, that's good. I hate mm-hmm. that she had to delete her whole channel because, like, again, I don't believe in cancel culture and I believe Same. she could learn from this situation mm-hmm. and then do it over again and do it right. Like, we all make mistakes. She mm-hmm. made a big mistake here. Um, it, it, it went on way too long. And, and even then, it's like, I don't know. You definitely don't have to have a child do all that to get views on a no. video. Like, you don't. Like, no. I've been making, I've made over a thousand videos on my channel. And yeah. I know you don't have to do all that to get a thumbnail. So it was totally. just like kind of, it was very cringy. Um, hate it watching it, hate it seeing it. Same. I will say though, I do appreciate the fact that she apologized. Did she? She did. She did apologize for it. She did a whole video. She was like, honestly, I fucked up. Like on her um, Instagram? I think she made a video about it. On but YouTube? Her cha- yeah, her channel. And then delete really channel, tell, yeah. So, but she did have a video up that was like, I take full responsibility. Like she really did own up her shit. That's good. Which I very much appreciate it. But the thing is when you're doing a video talking about owning up your shit and you bring in the whole like, but no one deserves to get death threats. No one, it kind of, it like kind of throws the people's mind into like being like, oh, feel bad for me. Yeah. And like, you kind of can't do that when you're yeah. like just trying to own your shit. You shouldn't be like being like, oh, but like don't send me mean comments and yeah. death threats because that's really inappropriate. I mean, which obviously it is, but in that situation, you gotta just own your shit. And just say sorry. And say sorry and you move forward and your actions always speak louder than words. But we've and been through the thick of it and we learned honey, that the hard way. We learned it literally the hard way. And that's, but that's why like, I feel like even talking about these things is like, you can't be making these kind of apology videos and being like, but like X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, no, no. You own your it's shit. It's so hard because when you're in the situation, mm-hmm. you're like, listen, I fully understand where I went wrong, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to kill myself, so please stop asking me to. Totally. But the problem is, like, you can't say that second part. No. No one wants to hear it. No one wants to hear it because they, they want to hear you own your shit, and they want to hear what you're going to be able to do to make move forward and make it, like, you Better. making amends for yes. what the action was. It? How are you going to fix it? You can't just, like, go, because then it starts to be like, because when you say things like that, it starts to be like, oh, well, like, feel bad for me because yeah. I'm getting these threats. Right. And it's like you're deviating from the situation. Yeah. And you have to stay focused on what it actually is. Yeah. And that's what the issue was. And I will say I appreciate the fact that she did apologize because I, I think that's absolutely too. so commendable. And I, apologizing is hard. As human beings, like, we don't want to admit that we're wrong. I how hard it was to make that that video. Oh, me too. Especially because it like, revolves your own child. Yeah. I'm and, sh- like, we don't have kids that came out of us. I'm sure she's not you know? an evil person. I'm no, sure she same. doesn't have ill will to yeah. like force her child to do crazy things. I mm-hmm. think she had a lapse of judgment. You get caught up. She got caught up. Mm-hmm. And baby, nothing will catch you up quicker than social media views, uh-huh. clout, you know, trying to have the success of it. But I, she's, I I think, a single mom. I don't know. I, I think she is. I could be wrong on that, but I think she's mm-hmm. a single mom, and I can't imagine doing that and trying to make ends meet. So you can get caught up in these situations totally. where you may have a lapse of judgment and make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And I think that because obviously the situation with the dog was like a whole different stressor on them. I can't even imagine oh, yeah. the kind of stress, like having like your pet being in the hospital, like mm-hmm. how stressful that situation would be. And like having that stress combined with social media and like doing all these things, like you do get caught up in it. Yeah. But I don't think or don't want to think that she's a bad person at all. Yeah, me either. Like, I don't want to think that. I don't think that. I always give people the benefit of the doubt. I honestly cannot remember specifically my conversations I had with her a long time ago. Mm -hmm. But if I was talking to her, it's probably because I enjoyed her channel. You know, enjoyed her and didn't think that she was a bad person. So, And I don't think she's a bad person. I think she made a big mistake. And she's gone now, though. Yeah. So... Which is like also wild it's in itself. It's so wild to see someone delete their whole channel. Yeah. We'll have to like do a follow up on it if she comes back or something like that. Like, Can we'll you to... bring your channel back? I have no idea. I or don't starting either. a new channel. 
I have no idea. Golly. Like, I have no Girl, idea. That's a, a lot of but work. But if she does, you guys will definitely give you like a, a follow up on the pod yeah. if like things were I to come from that. I do hope the best for her and her Me child too. overall. Me too. I think that she definitely, I mean, like just from when she was talking about like, she owned her shit, mm-hmm. and I think that she tr- she said she's like I'm gonna, never gonna have him in my channel again. Oh, she, she said have that. to do that. It's like a part of her life, you I know? know. But I know whenever you're in the heat of the moment, you're like I will do whatever to show that mm-hmm. my child comes first. Absolutely, and she's clearly trying to do that. But yeah. because that, but to her, that's probably her thinking like, well, this is like the most I can possibly do to appease people in this moment. Yeah. And maybe she feel like you know, and maybe like having her. Having him in her channel did like cloud her judgment in some way. Who knows? Like yeah. I don't know her life. Yeah. I can only like just kind of, you know, sympathize with certain situations going on. But I think yeah. that I think it's good. I think it's good that she is taking a little break. Yeah. I think taking a break is super important. I think it is too, because honestly, whenever you're getting that much backlash, it is hard to function. Speaking from experience. As a human being, as it's a hard human to being, you cannot function, you cannot think clearly. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. Um, and you can't figure out how to fix it. Your brain is going 100 miles per hour at all times, but yet your nerves are at the very end and you are in your worst mental health. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a really bad time to try to, I don't want to say fix anything, but try to help the situation. So the break mm-hmm. is where you can let that calm down and really start thinking clearly. Yeah, it's, it's like fanning the flame. Yeah. When you start When you start to try to like, you know, fix everything, mm-hmm. you know, so-called fixing, quote unquote, um, it's fanning the flame and you got to really just take a second back and just focus on you and take a mental break of like, okay, this is what happened. I have to evaluate it for myself and figure out what's going on and then we can move forward. Okay, let's talk about a much, much, much bigger family vlog channel that just got in some hot water for a thumbnail scandal. Oh Yet my again. God, yes. Yes, another thumbnail yes. scandal. This is the LeBrant's, right? The LeBrant's. So I would <gasps> say the Ace family and the LeBrant family are the two, the two they are the two biggest family vlog channels. Mm-hmm. Some may have more subscribers, but if we're talking about viewership and integration, they are the two biggest. What is a family vlogging channel? A family vlogging channel is where basically it's like a reality TV show for Mm -hmm. people who have a number of children in their family and they film specifically with their children in every video. And it's basically about them and their kids' lives and it's showing everything and the whole process of their kids growing up and it's basically like when you think about it in a real way, like it's so invasive in this like weird way. Like it makes me feel like, oh my God, if my parents posted all my home videos from when I was three years old making like a fool of myself and me seeing it now I'd be like why would you do that yeah because it feels like it's almost like invasive invasive in a weird way because they they have no say they're kids yeah and they don't care at the time being because that's all they know yeah yeah, it's like an interesting world. I'm not against family vlogging, but again, there do, does need to be regulations. And mm-hmm. it's like a space where things, there, it's like a gray area it because is. it's like, you know, a lot of it isn't good and a mm-hmm. lot of it can be great. And mm-hmm. I think there's like this amazing, like, I don't know, people like love it. Like yeah. they love to watch it. And I think mm-hmm. it's because people have families and they like to see yeah. how other families live. It's mm-hmm. relatable. They don't want to watch a 20 year old bop around LA getting fast food and buying clothes. Right. That's not their life. They yes. want to watch a real family mm-hmm. raising kids because mm-hmm. that's what they're doing. And that's really cool mm-hmm. that we have that space. But of course, everything in moderation. And I feel like we definitely crossed the line of that. Multiple times. So the LeBrant family just got 
got in trouble because they made a thumbnail and like a video title that alluded to one of their children having cancer, which was not the case oh at all. Oh my gosh, and it's so not okay. It's so not so okay. So the dad put out Cole. Okay. Um, um he put out name? an apology. I believe that's his name. Okay. Oh my god, what if it's not? No, I think it is. I, think, I, feel, <laughs> oh like, I feel like it is. I feel like it I'm is. Like, wow, <laughs> he's gonna be like, thanks a he's lot. He's like, dang, it's not even a name. Um, he had to go out and put out an apology on his IG story and mm-hmm. change the thumbnail of the video. But I'm like, dude. See, this is like, this is like, this starts to remind me of when like, like Logan Forrest situation is, where it's like, this is, yep, where it's like you're going on this path and you're just trying to get more views and more views and how much more intense can I make this video? Mm-hmm. And like clickbaiting that your child has cancer is a fucking it's never okay, whole different situation. And yeah. it's not okay. Like, you see, this is where I'm talking about like the exploitation. And listen, me and Laura are coming from a place of like, we're YouTubers, we don't have our own personal like little kids like this. We can't be like, you can't have a channel. Like, we are not doing that. Yeah. But it's just just like our personal opinion as people who do social media for a living and know how much work that goes into it. It kind of seems like there begins to get, with anything, a little greed behind it. Because it's like you already have these huge successful channels and now you're willing to take it to, you know, have no judgment there and take it to no end to keep those views going instead of just being honest. And And just honestly being content and happy with what you have at that moment. Yeah. Which is like, honestly... a big part of I feel like our growth is like we are happy with how things are like we're content and we're happy and we obviously of course want things to be better but we're not like doing the craziest things to get views anymore like we're not doing those kind of crazy things Mm -mm. where it's like I think that you kind of fall into that when you're always chasing the views when you're chasing those views you will fall into it ace family Mm -hmm. does it too i mean we're not gonna like just skim right over them and pretend like they're angels they absolutely do and the thing is it's funny because i know recently had saw a thing where Catherine, she's like we it's not we never clickbait our channel i'm not kidding she literally said this in a video she's like we never clickbait our videos thank god we don't do that and i'm like of you course have the you do. Craziest thumbnails and like, are you? Are we seen. not on the same plane here? Are we on the, on the same plane? <laughs> because you absolutely do. Yeah, and that's just Fendi facts. So, I think there's a lot going on with family channels, and we keep getting little glimpses of it, and it seems to get uglier and uglier the more we see. I know, because right? I think you're starting to like. It's like almost like the wools being. Uh, it's like the the like the sheet the thing. It's, it's getting thinner and thinner. Yeah, Maybe the, the ozone layer clear. gets thinner and thinner. The ozone layer will be gone soon. I mean, literally, that's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. That's a whole different conversation. Some people aren't ready for. Yes, that's a whole different conversation, but it will happen. Um. So let's talk about because you know what vlogging is. I know what vlogging is. Mm-hmm. How much work goes into vlogging? So you guys see these little families holding up these cameras, hee hee ha ha, Mm -hmm. posting a 20 minute video or however long their video may be. Mm -hmm. And that's all you see and it seems totally fine. Mm -hmm. What's the issue? But there's so much more things that are being recorded. So usually when you're getting, let's say a 20 minute vlog, you're probably recording like hours worth of footage to get that kind of content fit into a 20 minute because you only try trying to take the best moments to put into this vlog. So imagine like, let's say like a kid's like, oh, but I don't want to do that today. 
Oh, too bad. What happens? Like, does a parent be like, well, too bad you're going to film today? Oh, I don't know. See, that's like what, like, that's like the weird thing. It's like a worrisome thing. That's like a worrisome thing, right? Where there should be like some regulations there. Yes. I mean, I guess not regulations. Like, if you want to film today, you don't have to do anything today. You know what I mean? Totally. Might be like, no, you're going to join the family and be with us. Now, we did look up a lot of vlog family channels mm-hmm. that aren't as big as yeah. these getting millions of views and it seems like they only post like once a month once a week or once a week mm-hmm. and it's like that's fine i mean that i feel like that's that's a family I don't feel like activity that's exploiting. there's no way i don't feel like that's i don't feel like it's exploitation if you're using their kids that means one day out of seven days in that week you guys are doing something on camera it's it's fine it's fine like that i, don't, I think that's a whole different situation but i think that's like if you're uploading three to four times a week Jesus, with the kids that's work and let that's me tell work. you these family channels they're all it's not scripted but they all have a plan so it's mm-hmm. not like they're just picking up the camera filming a video for you they have a plan for that day mm-hmm. and i don't want to say they're acting but they are they're putting on. on a show yeah they're, they're putting, putting a, show, a on. show on for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it's it is just weird because you start to think of a, like okay well then when a kid is like, let's say a newborn, mm-hmm. like recording stuff like that, it's fine. Like the kid depends on you. It's not like it, like the kid can even say anything, right. right? It's just like, oh, we're just like that's literally family videos. Like at that point, it's like you're just recording a newborn. It's like cute. It's whatever. Like that's fine. You're not exploiting it. Like I don't think it's exploiting in a way because yeah. you're not not forcing the kid to do anything. Yeah. But when you get into like toddler phase, where it's like five, well, six, seven, doing things, they start you. doing things for you, and they where they can like start bringing in or like I don't know whatever it might be. It starts to get a little hairy because it's like, what if the kid doesn't want to film that day? That's kind of like the weird situation where it's like. Or it's like, are you asking your kid to film too much and to be on too much where it's like, um, can affect them growing up? Right. And also, like, is it affecting their actual childhood? No, I get it because you got to think. Are they homeschooled? Because like, that's I a whole. I would think some of them are. I would are, think so definitely. too. But then I feel like, does that not take away from their actual childhood? Are they homeschooled? But see, I don't know if they're homeschooled. None Me of either. them may be. Yeah, maybe they're not. But. I will say this. I now them doing it does give the child a better life tenfold. Like a hundred percent. Like they have a ton of money. The mm. child is definitely going to grow benefit. up with my, the, yeah. the children are going to benefit and they're going to totally. benefit in the long run. It's mm. the exact same thing because I was thinking about it. It's literally mm. the same thing as child star. A child mm-hmm. star, their parents make them the star. The child never wakes up one morning and is like, I want to be an actor and right. you're going to make me. No, yes. it's always the parents that do it and yep. like put their it's children like the into moms. them. Yes. They're like, and so many do that. Like yeah. literally benefit off of it and mm-hmm. become famous. Look at Ariana Grande. I mean, there's so yeah. many and mm-hmm. they're they're fine and they are famous for the rest of their lives and they seem to be somewhat grateful for it because they now don't have to work a regular job. They now can follow a passion or dream and make a ton of money doing it and have all that fame. But a lot grow up and they never want to be famous anymore. And that's fine too because a lot mm-hmm. of them vanish. Totally. They just quit, which is an option. So I do feel like they are trying to set their children up for success, hopefully. I, I mean, God, I don't know. We can always we can only pray. You at know, that and that way that child already has like a following and kind mm-hmm. of a career started where they can like passionately live out a dream rather than join the workforce but if that child grows up and doesn't want that then they will have to go into hiding right or like because they will be so known right and then like it's like is the parent gonna be like no well you can't like leave or you can't like do x y and z and that's why i think it is important to have like things in place because like even like we're talking about like ariana grande or actors and child actors and stuff like that like again there's all these rules in place for child actors and you know kids on movies and like there's just so many 
different stipulations, but don't you think that social media should have their own version of stipulations for the kids? Absolutely. Absolutely. And like, what could that be? But especially it's like these vlog channels that get so big. It's like so intense. So it's kind of like, I don't know. It's like there definitely should be a regulation. The only thing is like, there's no way in hell YouTube is ever going to be like, we're going to send someone out to your house because the thing is when they film and do music, Mm -hmm. kids do, it's on sets where there is legally someone there. Whereas vloggers, it's more free. And so it's like a hard space. Like how would you actually regulate it? Regulate it. I don't know. Right. That's like, I feel like that's like where the conversation is, is that like, let's open the conversation, but I'll be honest. I don't know. I don't either. I don't yeah, know like either. how they would do that. I saw a friend of mine, Hannah Smoky Glow, uploaded a couple months ago about child vlogging and like a like a, a video about child vloggers and you know about family channels. And she had like suggestions in that video. And mm-hmm. I remember watching it and being like, "This is really really smart to have these different kind of um, different like rules and speculation." But I don't know how any of those can be impl- implemented. Yeah. That's the hard part. Is There's that like also you can suggest that's not even vlog channels? Like look at Ryan; he's one of the most earning channels. Right. On like opening YouTube toys. that has ever, and as a kid opening toys. I'm not trying to allude to anything, but I mean, the kid does put in a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not just family vloggers. It's anybody who has a child that they are uploading videos of that child on YouTube. There does need to be a regulation. I don't know what that looks like. I don't either. I think there's definitely something to like, okay, the idea of let's let's say that the parents aren't in it for right, the right reasons. Like, let's just say a random family. We don't know anyone, obviously. Okay. But let's say like, is there a direct stipend for the kid for when they grow up when they're 18? I that think they're definitely, the kid needs to be getting they, a cut. They need to be getting but a cut. The child actors, I think they have to be like a certain age to get a cut. So I was listening to Mila, no. Mila Kunis was a child actor. Her uh-huh. parents, I believe they came from Russia. I listened mm-hmm. to her on oh, a yeah. podcast and she was a child actor and she wanted it and loved it. Like every single drop of it and like always wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what her parents wanted her to do and it's what she ended up wanting wanted to, to do. do. Yeah. So it worked out, but it was something with the money. I can't remember, like, a certain age you get to start getting a percentage of your earnings. But see, but YouTube doesn't do that. I know. So, like, I bet I bet actors do have some type of rule in place in some way that they are able to get, but like... But not on YouTube. But on YouTube. And that's why it's like, well, if you're including the children in every single thing, shouldn't there be an account specific for the children? Like, yeah. for, like, we're not saying pull it out at five. Yeah. Like, fill out the money and, like, they can do whatever they want. But, like, maybe at the age of 18, like, it goes into effect and they can pull out that money for, like, college fund. Because I, I'm going to say this and I may not know what I'm talking about here, so I'll disclaim that, but the Ace family clearly mm. has made multi, multi-million, millions. They have uh-huh. three kids now. Mm-hmm. Multi-millions, but yet every day is their house is being foreclosed. This is happening. He's being sued for $100 million. So yeah. these kids are going to do all this and wake walk off with nothing? I don't know. That may not happen. They may walk off with millions, but what it seems like is happening is like, well, if the parents are sued for all the money that they're worth yeah. and all the the kid, mind you, the kids are really, really young and we're not saying that they're like, you know, put to work. We don't know their life or anything like that. But like, shouldn't they get something? Yeah. If they're grown, exactly. if they're helping the parents' channel grow yeah. and it becomes a family channel, shouldn't the kids get, get something? something? And legally there should be like. And legally there should be or there should be some type of like rule on like YouTube where it's like, are you a family channel? Right. Like click. Right. And like different rules go into effect for a family channel, let's say, than like a single vlogger. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there should be like little stipulations and different little things that can go into effect for them. To protect the kids. You know what I saw recently? Oh my God, That was kind of cracking me up. What? So they were, 
Who? So you know how Austin basically oh, always okay. has like cheating rumors against him. Oh, like literally Period. nine times out of ten. You can literally Google his name. This is cheating not rumors. this is not new news. This isn't new news. There was a, a video and it was Catherine and she was like walking to her car and it was like the paparazzi following her. Okay. And they're like, hey, hey, so what do you think about the cheating rumors? And she's like, like she's like, no, it's like, you know, it's not happening. Da, da, da. She was very just like, uh huh. Whatever, like, dismiss. And he's like, well, what do you think about Tana and Trisha like calling uh calling you out and stuff like that? And she's like, I don't know who they are. Um, thank you so much. She's like, I never heard of them. Just like and you I, haven't heard of the cheating rumors. <laughs> yeah, and it was just funny to me because you gave me such a reminder of like, you know, Mariah is very like, I don't know her. Oh yes, I don't you, know her. I don't know her. It was very like, I don't mm-hmm. know her, and I'm like, baby, I know you know exactly who they are, but it's just like funny that that was like the answer and like it just like because i feel like they're always in the news for something the, always and you'll never get an answer out of any of them no but it's also like uh, in a way like for them not answering those kind of questions let's say they don't want to address like let's say austin cheating yeah but like that could be them protecting their kids too yeah right you know? i mean because their kids are gonna have to grow up with that with that like let's say they're 18 years old and like or they're, or they're in school and they're like oh it's like is it just that your dad was like a cheater do you know what Dude. I think? I'm just going to throw in Laura thoughts. I think that he has probably ran around so much that mm-hmm. I think they're in an open relationship. Probably. And because they run this family this channel. Is our speculation? This is speculation. With peace and love, this is our speculation. This is me speculating. <laughs> yeah. So I think that they run this family channel, so they mm-hmm. can't openly say we're in an open marriage where we kind of hey. do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But I think they're in an open ma- I think their marriage is open. I mean, even if, let's say even if it's not and she's not open. Okay. If he is, I feel like she knows something. Girl, she knows oh something, Lord. and you can't convince me she doesn't. No, period. Absolutely. Or she's just like trying to be. I like, think she doesn't care. Oh, I think so. I don't think she cares. I either. genuinely think she doesn't give a shit. Like, I think, I that think they're she's in it like, for the it's, coin. It's an act. It's the an whole act. Thing. It's all an act. Collect the checks. Honestly, like, mm-hmm. honestly, it's not. It is stupid, but it's not stupid. It's a business move. I mean, for them, it literally is a pure business. It is a business. They are running a business. So we think this is all speculation. Our opinion, allegedly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> We're not gonna get sued. I wish, this more drama cha- I wish more drama channels would announce when they're speculating instead of just speculating. <laughs> This is our speculation. We're speculating. Yeah, we're we're currently speculating. Um, you guys can you join know. us in the comments. No, because we like this is the fun part about getting to do the pod with Laura is that like conversations that we are able to have and like we think about these things and we'll like say them out like like well, what do you think and it's always like well what do you think because we don't know right yeah. we don't know the answers to all these things so it's fun for us to be able to open the conversation to you guys too like well what do you guys think in the comment section like if you're watching on YouTube you get a comment or you know leave us a review on Apple Podcasts wherever it is um, we just kind of like to have the open topics of discussion right because we feel like especially after the whole Jordan Tran thing like that there needs to be like some regulations, some regulations going on happening there. for family vlogging. Yeah, because there's just so much. Because like potentially there could be so much that goes into it. You know, it could be not. They could easily just be like, "Oh, you don't want to film today? Okay, cool, sounds good." And then like just not let the kid film and like just do whatever the heck they want to do. So, what do you feel about celebs? Like Kylie Jenner's pregnant now, right? So she, oh my God, yes, yes oh, that's so cute. Miss Kylie's yes. on to her second. Yes, so cute. I love that for Congratulations, her. Congratulations, Miss Kylie. Um, we're happy for you. Um, so, what do you think? I mean, the Kardashians film keeping up with the Kardashians right. for twenty years uh-huh. when Kendall and Kylie were kids. Oh yeah, they were mm-hmm. kids growing up on that, and then now they have their kids on it. See, well, I think the thing is for me, mm-hmm. um, I think that Kendall is Kendall Jenner, and she'll always be Kendall Jenner, mm-hmm. and she's built her entire empire off being Kendall. Mm-hmm. She hasn't built it off Stormy. No. And that's where it differs for me. Like, this is where the family vlogger thing gets into it. Because it's like, 
your family vlogging and your entire essence revolves around you and your kids. There was already an empire before there were children. Exactly. And like, did the children help? I'm sure it does. Yeah. You know, like you see a photo Definitely. with a child, oh they're getting God. more likes. I mean, look at Hello. like when they announce they're having a new baby or like having Blows a baby up. or they post with their kids. Trending on Twitter. When any influencer posts with their kids. More likes. More likes. It's just what it is because people like to see that connection, that happiness. Because honestly, a lot of time when you're posting a photo with your kid, you're just happier. Yeah. You exude this happiness that just like, ugh. And, and you double tap. It. People love it. And people it. love it. You get more likes. Get so more I, clout, get more comments. Yes, exactly. And so there's a lot to benefit from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think just as YouTubers, though, I do think celebrities in the field do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe not only um, influencers should be... I feel like influencers get held liable for so much, but totally. then celebrities do the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but they're a celebrity. Yep. And it's like, wait, no, it's, it's a child. It's doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of it that way because there's so many celebrities out there that don't even show their kids' face. Kristen Cavallari doesn't. Which I appreciate, though, she has three in kids. a way. They don't show um, Dax Shepard, Kristen mm-hmm. Bell. They have two girls. They don't show their face ever. Mm-hmm. So it can be their choice to be famous if they want to. I don't think there's an issue with showing your child. I mean, mm-hmm. if your mother is an icon, then your mother is an icon. For Absolutely. God's sake. You can't help it. You were born into that uh-huh. just as other people are born into different situations. It you, That's the hand that you are dealt. Mm-hmm. So I don't see an issue with like showing your babies, posting with your babies. It's just like people always have to take it too far and yep. to the point where we need regulation. Exactly, and that's kind of where we got to this point now. And I feel like the the camel's back has been broken, mm-hmm. and it is. We're currently here, and it's like, dude, like we're we're so far gone now. Like it's like you see these videos and you see these things happening, and it's like you see obviously the brands like it makes you worry some. It makes you freaked out because it's like, okay, well, we it, like it was like everyone take people take a mile from an inch, yeah, and it's like. Dude, like it could have been such a nice thing, but then people just have to take it so much farther than it right. needs to go. Right. And now that the, now I think that there actually does need to be regulations in Absolutely. in the social media sphere. But see, like I was saying, like, I think the difference is is that family vlogging is dedicated to them and their kids, and that's how they built their brand was them and their children. Mm-hmm. The celebrities, most of the time, they're celebrities they and their have... kid. They already had it, mm-hmm. and the kids included, but like they're not part of the brand they're not famous because of their kids they're not famous because of kids whereas vlog channels are famous because do you think do you i'll ask you a question do you think sometimes vlogger family channel have more kids to get more views yes i do too i deadass do i think that they see their engagement when they're pregnant Mm -hmm. or when they're about to have another kid Mm -hmm. that it goes up Mm -hmm. and i think that they'll want to have more kids because it like Spikes it back Honey, up again. That blows it up. More money. I mean, this is, again, our opinion. That's this is what we personally think. We're speculating. It's what we just think. And, you know, it's an open topic of discussion. Like, that's like the fun part about the pod. Again, comment whatever you guys want to comment. But, like, to me, like, that's what it looks like on the outside. It looking does in. seem that way. Especially if you're on our side of things. Yeah. When you're on our side of things and you know incomes and you know what yes. you get for this and you know what you get for that. How much work goes into it. You know how much work is happening. going into it. It makes you start to think differently. You think a little deeper about it. You think a little deeper. You Uh start to see through a little clearer Uh because it's already in our realm and our world. We know how all that works. So it does lead you to maybe think that they are possibly growing these families huge for more views, more clout, more attention. I mean, Mm -hmm. the more... The more views, the thing is, it's not always about being famous. It's all it's about making money. And yep. the more you get attention anywhere on social media, the more money you're going to be making. Period. Period. So that's what makes us 
think those things. Yeah, it, I, I mean, I honestly can't help but think that. Like, yeah, I do. I know. I can't help it. I, I, I wish I didn't. I wish my mind didn't go there immediately. And I'm just like, I hope that they're just having kids for fun. And, yeah. But, like, so then, but, but why are you posting more? Yeah. When you're when you have the having kid. the kid, like you post, like let's say if you, you went from posting once a week to five times a week. Once you've had a new once kid. you had a new kid, that it's like it does seem like a disingenuous situation. It seems fishy. It's fishy. It seems a little fishy to me because it's, it's like, fishy. are you taking advantage of the new likes? Yeah, and the new engagement. Like it's weird. Are you having children for engagement? Engagement? What? what? That's, That's so crazy. crazy. That's see, but see, like my like I can't help it because we're influencers. We can't help but think that exactly. Maybe that's so we not what too, it is. No, it could we not know, be. It, it could not be. be. It could not be. We just know too much information. We just on our know end of so things. much, mm-hmm. and that makes us speculate. And like you know, people be doing crazy shit for views. That's why I say it. Yeah, they do the craziest, craziest shit for views. for views. And I'm like, would you have a kid for views? Yeah, like dead ass. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like they would. I would have a kid for views. You're a fucking liar. You would have <laughs> had it by now. I know. Right mom <laughs> wants me to have a kid. I'm like, yeah, I know. yeah. If I have a kid, I'll put it on social media. Well, yeah, because it's part of your life, life, though. It's yeah. part of your life. But the, 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 again, I didn't build my career off of off that of your kid. kid. That's a whole different situation. It is. Different. You can always include your kid in your life. Obviously, like share what you want to share. But, but when it becomes this thing where it's like you depend on yeah. your kid for it, oh, that's, that's where, where the issue get lies. Because then you start to think of your kid as a fucking check, as an asset, as an asset, like and a, a check. check. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, like that's really scary. You have to really reevaluate. I mean, even if you're a freaking vloggers out there, if you're listening to us, probably not. But like, you gotta you gotta freaking <laughs> be it. careful. Yeah, because it's really like I mean I mean I don't know if it's easy, but it's it definitely can become a thing where you see your kid as a check. Do you know what I've learned in life? And this is learned through horrible experiences and good experiences. Uh-huh. Anything, this may sound random, but it kind of reminds me of this. I've noticed that anything that I really, really want in life, like so eagerly and so badly, and I want to manifest it, I want to make it happen no matter what, like mm-hmm. a goal or whatever that may be. Mm-hmm. I noticed that life it works out so much better if you put your hard work in mm-hmm. and then you just kind of sit back and be really patient for things to come your way. But it's not about just doing things. And I mean, it's not about not doing anything and be like, I'm just going to manifest and this is just going to come to me. Totally. Put in the work and then good things come your way. But what leads me to that conversation is family channels will go to no end to make things happen and that's right. where you get yourself in trouble. And this is and this is when sh- situations happen like LeBrant and Jordan Chan and things like that uh-huh. where you took it too far because you were you were trying to find mm-hmm. this like thing. You want it so bad. You want, you want, it want those so views bad. so bad. You want that clout so bad. You'll, you'll do, do anything, anything for it. And you cannot like sacrifice your kids for that. And cuz you now can't. you got people making a podcast about it. Exactly because I mean honestly it's a very serious thing. It like is. it's your children. Like yeah. they need to be Protect the protected and looked out for and you know we obviously don't know everyone's life situation but that's why the that's the point of us doing the podcast is that I think that there should be some type of regulations and we both do on social media in general whether it's different apps having different regulations whether YouTube having I mean honestly it's YouTube that should have the real regulations because Absolutely. you can monetize the platform so easily yeah. that that is what should have real regulations uh-huh. on it or at least like an advocate for the kids yeah. in some way. I feel like you Google is a good smart group of people. They could figure they can something totally out. They can totally figure it out. I don't out. think it's our job to figure it out. No, I'm no, no. Like, I mean, we don't know how. Y'all need to figure it out. We don't know how. I mean, it's not our job to like figure it out, but we're just, it's, I think it's our job to be able to talk about these things and, and let spread them know. awareness that oh, mm-hmm. we need to put things in effect to help kids out. And listen, I'm not against fa- flam- 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 
not against the families Flagley's out there. families, yeah. The flaming families. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not against it. Like, I'm happy for everybody. But there are red flags. We've addressed them. Totally. There's been red flags recently, and we're just kind of popping them out. The red flags come up, like, every day more and more, though. Exactly. So, it's a little shocking. But anyway, so that is that, kind of. That's Yeah, that's kind of what we wanted to talk about, and that's what we wanted to say. We'll go into the next segment, though. You guys will give us a little second. We're going to take a little break. We're going to have a sip of water. Yeah, we'll be right back. Thank you so much to Smalls for sponsoring this portion of Full Coverage. You guys, cat food, it's been the same forever. And it's time that we move our cat food from like just little kibble and little hard little pebbles to, you know, get into the 21st century. And that is what Smalls is. I love Smalls cat food for mm-hmm. my cats. I, You know I'm a cat mama. Yes. And we feed our cats wet food for sure. We always have. But I've always, you know, looked at the ingredients and I'm like, I don't know what's right. You guys, Smalls is the one. And my cats actually like it. Smalls was started in 2017 when a couple of guys were at home cooking cat food in small batches for their friends. A few short years later, they've served millions of meals to cats around the world. I am absolutely obsessed with that. I think that it's so cool that they are doing that. And I just, you know, we want to feed our little furry friends the best things that we can feed them. So give your cat the gift of great cat food this holiday season. Hit to smalls.com slash full and use promo code full at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use our code full for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code full for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are so excited to tell you guys all about what is keeping us hydrated and healthy, and that is Taste Salud. As many of you know, Manny and I love a good glow on the skin, and skincare is great, but hydration starts from within, babes. Salud's Hydration Plus Immunity Drink Mixes get straight to the root. Get ready to sparkle from the inside out. They're the ultimate drink mix with a two-in-one benefits, one gram of sugar only, and authentic agua fresca flavors. No, because let's talk about it. Hydration and immunity for the healthy glow, low calories, and authentic agua fresca flavors are you kidding me baby you have me at agua frescas flavors like jamaica and horchata are nostalgic as hell to me you know it just takes me right back to when you know i was at family functions and you know the the parties in the backyard and it just really just really makes me feel good drinking them to be quite honest and i can constantly drink them without worrying about too much sugar which is lovely i personally love their clean ingredients they're also vegan and gluten free they're so yummy and easy to incorporate into your daily walk so if you're ready to hydrate your body inside and out. So if you're ready to relive nostalgic moments. Head to tastesalude.com and use code FULL10 for 10% off your first purchase. Taste the goodness, embrace the nostalgia, and cheers to health, babes. Welcome back to our podcast. We are back and we are going to move into the secret segment. We are doing secrets today, you guys. We're going to end it off with secrets. Maybe we'll do every other episode where we'll do like end it with a secret or end it with advice or whatever it might be. Yeah. You know, either or, but I have some secrets pulled up. I'm so excited. These always get so fucking crazy. 
Laura like, loves them. I like want a secret, like I don't know. Like, I know. I stole a candy bar from the gas station. No, they're and always it turns much more real. Wild as hell. All right. Much more. Okay. Lay one on us. So we have <clears throat> had a threesome with my then best friend and her husband. Had a threesome with my then best friend and her husband. Dot dot dot. He's my husband now. Oh, that's why you don't do that. <laughs> that's why you this don't why. play. Right there. You don't fuck around. That's why you don't fuck around because then he's my husband now. Uh-huh. I literally like he reading that, it makes me like it makes me want to say like he's my husband now. It makes mm. me want to have like this sexy crazy oh, voice. Yeah. I feel like uh had a threesome with my then best friend and her husband. Let me tell you what's going to happen. He's my husband. Let me going to tell you what's going to happen next. Shit is going to hit thy fan. And all Man. three of y'all are going to be in a living hell with each in other. In a world of a hurt. A world of hurt. And all three of you. But I hope you had fun. <laughs> with the voice. <laughs> I hope you had yeah, fun. Bye. But like the idea that you can sleep with your best friend and their husband and then no longer the best friends out of the picture and it's you and the husband. Girl no. tried it. Girl. No, 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 no. It's too much. It. It's, it's too much. much. Like I physically I'm unable. Like I can't. I pr- one I appreciate you sharing that secret with the us. The candor, though. we love the candor. We love because that was that was that was. That's bold. a doozy. That's a doozy. And it's bold, and we appreciate you for sharing that with us because we, <sighs> we live. Do. We live, we live. But mistakes have been made. Okay, this is could also almost this one could also fall almost like into advice slash secret. Okay, okay, love that. Why does it bother me so much that my <gasps> husband watches porn? How are other wives okay with it? But like, how much is he watching? I don't know. That's. This is when we need more. Back- let's, we need more let's backstory. See, we need more backstory. So let's say he's watching. Let's say he's watching a ton, a every ton single day. every day. And like instead of like being with her, he watches porn. I'd let's be say, very bothered. I would be bothered too. Mm-hmm. Or or let's say on the antithesis, like he just watches it here and there, but she's still bothered by it just like here and there. I feel why you, you could. I personally probably wouldn't be bothered by it, but I feel I could understand why you would be bothered bothered by it. But so she's asking, why does it bother her so much? Like why? Like uh, why does it bother her? Watching another woman fucking. Yeah, because there's like this thing of like there's almost like this jealousy in it. Mm-hmm. Like you almost feel like, well, why are you watching her and not watching me? Yeah, it becomes that, and like that's not an abnormal feeling. Like porn it's addiction is real. I'm not trying to say this girl's it's, no, it's husband true. has porn addiction, but it's real, and it's like a uh, fine line. People get caught up in this fantasy world and porn, which isn't real life. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping the situation isn't that he's watching more porn than he's porning with his wife. Of porning. Yes, of course. <laughs> whether he's porning with his wife. But like, but like what we're saying is that don't feel like you're weird for being like insecure about him watching a lot of porn. Absolutely not. Don't feel weird about that. No. Like that's not something to feel weird about. I would feel, mm-hmm. I think that if I was in the, that shoe and let's say if he was watching it all the time, if he was like here and there, I would be like, girl, I've never thing. caught Ty watching porn before. Never. Really? I've never like caught him watching. I'm, I'm sure he has here and there, yeah. but I've like never seen it. But what would you do if you did? I don't know. I might just be like, because me and Ty are like, like, scoot over. like we're very communicative. Yeah. Like yeah, we've yeah. been together. We kind of grew up forever. together in a way forever. forever. So mm-hmm. for us, like we have a very like, we communicate a lot. We're very open. So I'd be like, oh my God, what are you watching? <laughs> yeah. No, that's honestly Let me see. <laughs> Let me see. Scoot over. I'm yeah. jumping on. Yeah. That's literally what it would be. But it's because like, but your relationship's not the same as everyone's, you know? I know. But I'm hoping that if you have an issue with it, you should probably definitely talk to him about it. But if it. Ty was literally watching porn all the time, all the time. That's weird. It would be weird. Yeah. 
I think it'd be weird too. I I wouldn't be cool with that. Yeah. It would need to you be. You would tell Ty like, not to, wouldn't you? I would. I mean, Tyler, stop. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck am I saying? Tyler, stop watching porn. Go have sex with Laura. <laughs> right now. Right now. Um, no, I would be. I would be really weird out if it was an all the time no. thing. I'd be weirded out as fuck. Me too. I but feel it's that. not abnormal to feel weirded out about it because it is no. like you're literally, like he's oogling, oogling. another person yeah. and that's not you. Yeah. And that's your husband. Yeah. It's weird. I mean, it's, it's different God if you're like watching porn her. together. If you're watching like porn together, I feel whole her different though. situation. I feel her. Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? Should I do one more? Do one more. I have more. These one are so more. Fun. I slept with my best friend's dad. Is the best friend's dad single? They don't ever give us enough context. They don't, we don't have enough context. It's just, I slept, slept with, with my, my best, best friend's, friend's dad. dad. I've seen a lot of this on TikTok. It's very a fantasy. It is. It's very a fantasy. I, We've all had up, it. I've never been attracted to one of my friend's dads. I think I have a oh, little. Oh, I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have a little never, bit. Never, but I will say now that I'm older, like I find like men in like their 50s. Attractive. Very attractive. Right, like, because 40, like, as you've gotten older. They even, some men, they be looking they better be, and better with age. They be aging good, Ty though. looks better with age. Absolutely. Every year it gets hotter and I get uglier. No, you <laughs> don't. You get prettier and prettier. Uh, You're like fine wine, just getting better with age. Oh, I wish. Um, but no, I... I mean, I, would, I definitely have been attracted to, like, friends' you dads You like before. older men. Okay, sexually. You, yeah. But not, like, dating. Manny is looking for a bear <laughs> between the ages of 40 and 50 to take I am not him. looking for a bear, specifically. Laura swears I'm not looking he for a bear. Is. I am looking for love. Sure. <laughs> How young would you date? How young would I date? What's the youngest age you would, like, be in a relationship with? Um, I would say... That's a really good question, honestly. Because I feel like I'm all about like connection, mm-hmm. and like, like if you're mature for your age, that's awesome. But like, I don't okay, think I would go lower. Okay, when does that happen? I mean, not often, exactly. unless like they've gone through some crazy shit. Yeah, then usually it happens. But like, like anything like 21 and lower, no. Manny, that is so young. I know. That's what I'm I saying. Don't no, I think I could tolerate a child. Well, the thing is, like, I know. So like, my my brother uh-huh. was dating someone recently, and. They were seven years apart, and it worked yeah. so gorgeously, and I loved yeah. that. And I was like, okay, well, seven years could be like my limit too. But how old's seven, your brother? Lower, he's twenty-six. See, you could if you dated a twenty-six-year-old, mm-hmm. I would be like, absolutely, like that totally. could definitely be a moment. Mm-hmm. But when you're in them young twenties, girl, only I'm only speaking from experience. No, to- you have to remember, 100%. I used to be in my young twenties. Yes, I'm like, I did not need to be in a mature relationship. A hundred percent. It just honestly really depends on everyone's like maturity levels too like yeah i've met 30 year olds that are acting like 18 year olds acting a fool and i've met 21 year olds that act like 30 year olds yeah. so it's like it really just depends on that but i wouldn't go younger than like seven years okay younger than me love it i think that'd be just like my limit curious thought and older wise i don't really have a limit if i were divorced i will never be divorced but you if i were single yeah and was dating i would only date someone probably 35 to 40. yeah i wouldn't date anyone younger than me yeah and they also need to have their shit fully together because i'm not helping with that you're like i'm not gonna be a sugar mama Uh -uh, i've already done it myself like got my shit together yes yes so now i would if i need to get your shit together too yes that Mm -hmm. person needs to have it together and if i need to be single forever because i can't find that that's fine too yeah, I mean, honestly, I I believe wholeheartedly in the fact that like I would rather be happily single than uh, and than sad with someone. Oh yeah, I always do that, and I'll never like That's good advice. I'll never uh get like stoop myself lower just for the idea of being with someone, right? 
because I feel lonely. Right. That's really I'm good advice. Like Maybe some people need to hear that. Oh, I hope I hope that does resonate with some people. But yeah, I've never been. I've never been like that. I've never even been in a full long term relationship because I'm not the settled type. So yeah. Well, we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. We hope you loved it. We end on a relationship note. Uh huh. Oh my god, I'm so excited that like. Like this is our first episode that like we've got to hear feedback and just like it's cool to me and get to like talk back and with talk. you guys. Yes, it's been cool. P.S. Shout out to Ty who's helping us with the setup. Oh, thank you, Ty. Bless we his love heart you. and soul. Ty is going to be running a lot of the show. We are we you need, need him. him. We need him. We need him. Ty and runs majority of my show. Well, honestly, Tyler's amazing. He is. He's so the we're best. lucky to have him. He's literally like, tell me what do you need? I'll get it. I'll set I it know. up. He's the best. We, we're, we are lucky to have him. We are. Because I have him as well. You do. Like, honestly, because I'm besties with Laura, I'm also yes. besties with Tyler. Like, it's like, it's, it's. You literally, it's me, a and, me and Manny street. rarely hang out without Ty. It's rare. Yeah. Like, Tyler's always there and he's always present. He's always part of the conversations. Yes. He like loves he's there. It. I'll even tell him like Manny's coming over tonight, so you know, like no golf. Don't do anything. anything. Yeah, don't exactly, do anything. Exactly, exactly. So. He gets so, excited when you come we do. over. He loves hanging out with you. Oh, I'm yeah. just happy to hear. Sure I love Tyler. Sure. I love you both, obviously. So we love you. But that's it, you guys. That's it for episode number four. We hope you guys enjoyed. Be sure to smash that subscribe button yes. or follow, rate, and review us if you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Please, we would really, really appreciate you guys. This is our, again, new thing for us. We want to be able to do the best. We're trying to build this. We're trying best. to grow this thing yeah. to our best. So we hope you guys are enjoying it. But Share also, it. Tell your friends. Tell your mom. It helps us so much when we get shared. Please. We really, really appreciate it. And reviews and things like that. So... We will love that. And uh, with that being said, we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye, you guys. Manny, you know how we're always looking out for the perfect drink, whether it's a cocktail or mocktail? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have two words for you. Taste salud. Oh, my God. Laura, are we telling our listeners our secret? Find this soon. Yes, we can't gatekeep any longer. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, picture this. The convenience of an on-the-go mocktail drink mix that's just waiting for a splash of tequila to turn it into a delicious cocktail. Mm -hmm. That sounds like our kind of party. You know, obviously, mocktails for me and cocktails for you. Isn't the taste shocking? Their Paloma and Strawberry Margarita mocktails taste just like the real deal. So the gag is not only is the taste amazing, what about the fact that the calories? Okay, let's talk about the calories. Salud drinks mixes only have one gram of sugar and take the thinking out of the decision making. We're so done drinking our calories in 2024. Yes, we are. Also, the thought of everything, taste, convenience, and all the added benefits like hydration, immunity, and mm -hmm, your cocktail. Mm -hmm. It's a serious, serious game changer. So whether it's a cocktail with a kick or a mocktail that tastes like a dream for us sober dolls, Salud has us covered. They're the absolute best. That's why Manny and me love them. If you're ready to try the best mocktails out there, head to tastealude.com and use full 10 for 10% off your first purchase. Cheers to that. And honestly, cheers to authentic flavors. Let's drink to good taste and good health. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hello, it is your partner, Big Boy, interested in giving back to your community while making new connections in your neighborhood. Introducing Neighbor to Neighbor, a California volunteers network that empowers you to take action, contribute to local needs, and be a part of something bigger than yourself. Visit caneighbors.com to learn more about how you can get to know your neighbor and strengthen your community. Neighbor to Neighbor, it takes a neighborhood. Hello.